<laughs> Welcome to On the Couch Podcast, where you will be on the couch with a few sisters in therapy. I am Mercedes, a licensed marriage and family therapist. What's up, y'all? I'm Takesha. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Brittany. I am a licensed professional counselor intern. So the purpose of this podcast is to talk about all things life with a special emphasis on mental health. This podcast is not meant to serve as a substitute for therapy, but it is meant to serve as a platform where you can get dope content, no copay. Now, now let's get on the couch. Hey guys, welcome back to On the Couch Podcast. We've been on a little hiatus because life. Yes, life. Adulting. Adulting. So it's 2020, and so the first session, we're going to talk about 30 as fuck, embracing it, reflecting over the 20s, the last of the 20s, mm-hmm. and I guess one word I could use to describe turning 30 is probably uncomfortable. Okay. And that's probably because so many boxes are supposed to be checked by the time you get 30, um, but mine has mostly been like finances, like, oh my God, I had this much money saved. Mm-hmm. Not the marriage and the kids, because, you know, that stuff really not... It's important, <laughs> but it, it ain't really on the top of my to-do list. I was about you to know? say, we all got different priority lists. Yeah. It's not on the top of yours. Not on the top, right. but I do want a daughter. Okay. So. Okay. 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 And we all turning 30 this decade. Yes, we are. So, 30 mm-hmm. as fuck. How do y'all feel about turning 30? It's interesting, because I used to be like, fuck, I don't want to get that old. But then I'm like, I'm embracing the transition of my life, just because I feel like up until this point I feel like I've done what I've wanted to do like I feel like each move that I've made has been because I want to mm-hmm. so I'm I saw gray hair the other day and I was excited about it actually you was excited yeah girl girl I feel like my body was gonna do what it's gonna do you know this is true but my gray hair started coming a few years ago and uh-huh. all I remember is going home and my niece saying "Ooh, TT and I was <laughs> Excuse me, little girl. <laughs> I was a little bit offended, and even my brother seen me the same trip and was like, "Diz, do you need to move back home? Are you stressing?" Oh, really? I was like, <laughs> "There is. Yeah. Is there really any like scientific uh, proof that gray is associated with stress? I, I thought it was associated it was that, with wisdom. Right. I've heard both of those things. Depends on who you ask. I guess. <laughs> and I guess it does. What, what would you say it is? But it's just Ooh, the color. Baby. For me. I mean, that's how that pepper don't look too bad on those men. You know what? Oh. Zaddy. <laughs> I look good on a couple women, too. <laughs> so, yeah, um, in regards to me being, like, uncomfortable when I said at the beginning um, mm-hmm. and turning 30 is basically, like, not a negative thing. It's, like, yeah. being uncomfortable with, like, positive discomfort. Right. Because mm-hmm. without that, we can't grow. And I guess one of my biggest fears is being stagnant in life especially careers because mm-hmm. we've seen our parents like work at these companies for years mm-hmm. working getting they got these jobs they working getting these benefits retiring and then like what's what's left mm-hmm. i seen a girl the other day post something on a social media and she was just saying how sad it was that she was making more money in her one job than both of her parents made combined wow. both working a couple jobs mm. and that really kind of stood out to me Right, but that's and so I also had, I had a client who told me, you know, basically like her what her mother told her, mm-hmm. you need to go get this job working for the government so you can get all these benefits. Mm-hmm. And I told you know, and I challenged her a little bit about the times we're living in. Like that was acceptable for that generation. Right. I feel like we're in a generation now where kids don't have to play it that small. They can actually dream safe. big or that safe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the beauty 
of as we reflect over our 20s the beauty of the advancement of technology has allowed people to dream bigger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and ultimately figuring out what exactly you want for your life that's what and the finding key a passion is. because a lot of people either are not allowed to discover that mm-hmm. or they have this pressure to appeal to whatever society says or what their family says this is true now it's different though right Mm -hmm. times are changing and i'm really appreciating people talking about the vocational schools and Mm -hmm. you know getting these welding licenses and stuff like that and even the oil rigs like there's so much opportunity out there and people are really able to take some time and really analyze like where they want to be and what they want to do right and not be forced into these different jobs or boxes just because or even colleges yeah because as i turned 30 i look back over me at like 18 so where I, you know you don't really know what's next you just know you need to go to college or something so people are either going to college or going to the military and i'm always really honest with my sister about like look i'm not saying going to college is going to change your life right in in a way where it makes you very wealthy so as I turned 30, I realized that I am okay with the decisions I made because it's what I knew at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think Takesh, you kind of helped me come to that agreement yeah. with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's a constant thing that I say to myself. I mean, so many times we're really punishing ourselves for being human and making human decisions when at that time that we made the decision, we made it with the best and most information that we had at that time. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't do us any good to go back and really punish ourselves and I should have did this, I should have did that. We didn't know that was even an option before. Right. right. So you say your word was uncomfortable. Okay. T for mine and it may just be because I just got this new job, um, but even kind of before then I quit my job, um, my last job about six months into mm-hmm. twenty nineteen. So what a millennial thing to do, by the way. That's what they tell me. <laughs> I was very unpleased, very unhappy. Um, felt like my worth was not acknowledged. Um, my opinion was not acknowledged. And I felt like I had really worked too hard mm-hmm. to not be acknowledged. Right. And for my voice to not be heard. Um, so I left. But ever since then, I've been really trusting myself, trusting the journey. Okay. Which is partly what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. And I'm just feeling really grateful overall. So although I did not have a job during those six months, I still put myself in a situation to where I could be somewhat financially stable. I could still, you know, afford a life that I was living before. I was still able to pay my bills. Right. I was still able to take a trip and there was still just small stuff happening throughout the time, you know. Yeah. Seeing family members or friends accomplish different things. Um, best friend got engaged. Shout out to you, Talia. Yay. <laughs> um, but I just felt really grateful, and I felt like that's something at the time that I needed as a coping skill, as mm-hmm. a survival mechanism to really kind of get me through and keep my belief strong is to really kind of find mm-hmm. the small things to be grateful for. That's a great Because what was happening at that job you read? Um, they just – so I got my my license. I got fully licensed. Um, I interviewed for one job. Come to find out when I switched to the new job, they say, oh, no, you're still going to be doing part of your old job and then part of this new job. Right. Um, that really had me doing a lot of different things that was... Too much. Unnecessary. And that so was, I, it wasn't going to work for me. They were really kind of sh- trying to stretch me thin. They were really trying to utilize all their resources, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of jobs do that. You know, they tell you to do three and four different jobs but only pay you one salary right i'm not okay with that um and and i think that's a good boundary to have within yourself to not be okay with it professionally with these companies now unfortunately so the thing is so what i was telling i think i was telling Brittany or somebody we was talking about like i was telling somebody like don't go into this new decade 
doing something that you hated the last decade. And so mm-hmm. I was saying, while I love the field that I chose, I kind of hate the company that I work for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I know that I'm in the right field, but I'm not doing it on the right stage, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so one thing about turning 30 is I'm like, I will not go into this new decade of life working for these companies who do not value what we bring into the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is our passion. Yeah. And so, that's what we worked hard for. Honestly, right. I'm looking back and that's another reason why I felt really grateful. Although I quit my job because I felt like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've I've reached this point that I could and should be doing something different. I'm also reflecting on all the time that I did put into it. It's not like I'm asking for something that I don't deserve or something that I didn't work for. I mean, I went and I got my bachelor's. I got my master's. I did all this internship. I worked for free. You know, know, I'm making the company all this money. And so to not be valued, I'm like, "Mm, I'm not really fooling with it. That's not going to sit well with me. Right. So we're talking about the plight of a therapist and becoming a therapist, but this can apply to anybody in any career as we're going into the new decade, as we turn 30. Mm -hmm. Don't settle for, you know, a company that you're really not happy or valued at. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing I was telling myself, because I ain't going to lie, I was feeling stuck in 2019 for sure, but we got to have some some optimism Mm -hmm. and be optimistic. Because when I say uncomfortable, I'm like, I was really uncomfortable, but I'm like, you know what? I got to be optimistic right now because this is not where it's going to end. Right. And I think, obviously, you all had two different experiences, but I think what brings it together is the perspective mm-hmm. that you all decided mm-hmm. to go with to move forward. Because it's easy to stay stuck. So easy right. to stay to Mentally, stay stuck. not at the job. Just mentally staying yeah. stuck. Like, this is not... In life. Yeah. Right. And not just with the jobs, but not having boxes checked off the list mm-hmm. that other people got. You know, when they turn 30, people right. getting engaged, people having children, people building lives. And I'm sitting over here single mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. complicated relationships, I guess is what I mean. And... <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, dang, like, I really don't compare myself when it comes to, like, relationships, but I guess I do compare myself when it comes to finances and what I feel like I should have Mm -hmm. turning 30. Mm -hmm. That's what I struggle with the most. Okay. For sure. Brittany, I think you made a good point that although the situations may have been a little bit similar, we both had to find our own different ways of how to get through these situations of how to keep our own hope alive. What I do might not be the same for Mercedes. It looks different for everybody. So just really kind of finding what will and won't work for you and sticking with that. But the uncomfortableness in the job, I want to talk a little bit about that because we really want to be transparent and let everybody know that, you know, that we're still learning and we're still growing Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, when I was in that last job, I was not in a good place. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very frustrated. There were moments that I had to walk away or leave the building, you know, just because I don't want to go off on somebody. And that's not me. <laughs> yeah. That's not me. But, you know, when somebody just says one word to me or one sentence, I had to really check myself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know if they were trying to be offensive or I don't know if they were trying to be rude. Um, but really that line of me not wanting to... Step into a character that I didn't want for myself. Right. Right? So we all have that. Exactly. We all have that capacity to be a person that we don't want to be. We don't aim to be that person. Yeah. But kind of each day at this job, I feel like one thing here or there, whether it was a duty they were asking me to do or maybe what they were saying or maybe even how they were perceiving me each day, I felt really challenged. And that's Mm -hmm. what kind of let me know that I was at that point. Okay. Um, 
So I needed to do something different because right. my character was about to go live, right, and right. that wasn't going to be pretty for anybody. And I don't want that, especially in a a career position. That's not cool. Yeah. So then, I mean, I think that you put yourself in a position financially to be able to leave because you save money. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes in our twenties we neglect to do that. Mm-hmm. Um. So one thing about turning. 30 or embracing 30 or just reflecting over the last of the 20s is that in order to not be stuck we got we got to change our mindset and our perspective but we also got to put some type of action step into it as well to get up move ourselves from being stuck in in moving forward some type of way Mm -hmm. professionally right i think for me i haven't necessarily gotten to the stuck part Mm -hmm. but my patience is being tried um, Girl, they do it But I'm also very appreciative to always get those sparks of, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. Right. Because, it's again, it's easy to get bogged down with the unnecessary stuff mm-hmm. of the politics of the Companies. job. Right. Definitely. And that's not something that I want to have at the forefront of what I'm trying to do. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so with that experience, I know there has to be a change. Right. Right. And so I have to put into the perspective of Brittany, this is not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is just the world right now. You're right. Right. And you that's you planting seeds of optimism. Yes. Yeah. This is what I call it. Cause that's exactly what you're doing. I had to make myself do that. Mm-hmm. I had to fight to do it. I ain't going to lie. Cause I could have yeah. easily been stuck. But that goes with any behavioral pattern. Yeah. But yeah. that's legit. Like I, I mean, some people might think that we more easily get it or it comes more easy for us, but no, like the shit is really still, Hard. hard. It's, it's difficult. Very hard. You gotta fight. Like I'm yes. doing this positive self talk on a daily basis. If right. not, I could easily yes. be stuck. I was literally yeah. talking to one of my clients. I'm like, you you already know what your goal your end goal is. You just gotta constantly remind yourself with positive affirmation. Not ignoring right. what you feel like, but acknowledging mm-hmm. like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. Let me figure out a different route to get where I'm trying to right. go. Mm-hmm. So as I reflect over my twenties, what I would like to tell people, whether you're past twenty or younger than twenty tune into the corny stuff the stuff that people think is corny like talking to yourself and hyping yourself up every day in the shower i tell myself i am not stuck Mm -hmm. i trust god and i trust the process and i'm telling y'all it has made a difference Mm -hmm. you have to hype yourself up you have to speak positivity over your life yeah you do and that's where it happened for me i mean the self-talk for me was happened in front of a mirror and i was really feeling away about a lot of different things in life and that self-talk of really just looking in the mirror, telling myself, you know, you got this. You're a good right. person. You're trying your best. You know, keep giving it y'all. Keep doing you. Right. And even now, that self-talk might have changed a bit, but I still make sure to do it to do so it, that it yeah. fits my life and what I need at that time. Yeah. Okay. Whether that be, go get it, girl. You got this. Or, you know, you can handle this shit. Whatever it is for you. Right. It's something kind of needs to be there on a consistent basis. Because we all need it. None of us are always happy all the time. No, it's right. impossible for somebody to be happy every single day. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, just as long as you can get yourself out of the rut, I think that it's okay. Right. Like, you're going to have negative emotions. Yeah. Like, we're, we're human. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, we just talked a little bit about the professional side reflecting over the professional side of our the last of our 20s mm-hmm. so maybe let's dive into the personal side of reflecting over mm-hmm. your 20s mm-hmm. so definitely at the beginning of my early 20s i probably definitely did not know the concept of self-love and i was just talking to takisha about this mm-hmm. today had no concept of self-love self-identity self-esteem self-confidence and i'm so grateful that somehow these things invaded my mind, invaded my life, invaded my soul, and they have become a part of my everyday mm-hmm. lifestyle. Because honestly, 
I don't know what I'd be if I would still be the same person I was in my early twenties. Gotcha. I don't even think I liked myself then. Gotcha. So and then just in the forgiveness of people in your family, right? Mm-hmm. As you go from as you go from twenty to thirty, or um, that's just personal growth for me. That's good. Anybody anybody got some personal growth? Yeah, I mean, I think I think I pride myself on learning from every every situation Mm -hmm. i try to be rational i think i've worked on not being as emotional or being as reactive and learning not to take things so personally because a lot of times it's not really about me true exactly a large percentage is not really about me so Mm -hmm. when i've been able to take myself out of the situation i'm Mm -hmm. like Brittany, you really don't have to react to that right Mm -hmm. are you really or if you do come at it in a more level head because right. I used to not I didn't snap on people but I would be rather impulsive and I think right. I may have talked to you about that I right. could be impulsive mm-hmm. with my emotions and I'm right. like now you feel stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> for being so reactive so you gotta relax and just but that's what I've learned from every situation and I guarantee you a lot of times the situation plays out the way it's supposed to because I didn't right. react so swiftly. Because mm-hmm. then once you react anyway, you go back and feel like I should not have done that. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's a part of the process. Absolutely. And what I've learned is like even with like with family members when you, everything doesn't need your opinion. So kind mm-hmm. of what I learned, especially with family members, is with growth comes silence. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so if somebody's telling me something in my family, I may have a strong opinion about it. But is it really important that I share my opinion mm-hmm. of how I disapprove? It right. is not. Yeah. I don't feel like even giving that energy no more. So that's one of the biggest things I'm slowly just incorporating into my life. Mm-hmm. Not trying to change my family members. That's mm-hmm. personal right. growth for me as I go from like, as I look reflect over my 20s. Because at the beginning, I'm always trying to get them to do right. Do this. Let's get your life together. Like, it's so much better. But now I'm like, you know what? This is your journey. Mm-hmm. Because you journey. did exactly. I was I've done the self work and I want everybody else to be great too, but... I can't do nothing but try to empower them and keep it moving. Right. That's about the only thing. It's a good boundary to have, too. Hard boundary. Yeah, definitely. Um, For me, I feel like my younger 20s, that's when we were moving to Denton, and I was starting my master's program. So I feel like a lot of growth on my part was really just accepting um, – a different part of adulthood, I guess, yeah. um, that maybe I wasn't used to. Like, I had a little bit of money before, and I saved a little bit before, but it wasn't as significant as, like, paying full bills. Um, so I bought my first car. Mercedes helped with that. That was a really huge process for me that I never pictured doing before. Mm-hmm. Um, and even my mom was like, congratulations. You know, she had never been in a situation where she could go out mm-hmm. and afford to buy a brand, a brand new, new car. car. Yeah. Um so that was really eye-opening to me even more so like okay keep the grind going like you must be going in the right in the right direction direction. yeah um so other than that I feel like even now though I'm not gonna say that I'm too much different or that I advance oh so much Mm -hmm. um because I don't feel much different but I feel like I'm making small adjustments just to the way that I think um the way that I handle myself the way that I handle people around me um I'm constantly evaluating how I feel about things so that I can make sure that I'm staying in spaces now mm-hmm. um, that are comfortable for me. Yeah. I don't know if I always did that before. Mm-hmm. Um, before it was much more so like, oh, people your age should be going out more. People your age should be, you know, mingling or mm-hmm. doing this or doing that. And not until I moved to Houston did I kind of accept like, 
I don't really want to, you know, that's not really fun for me. I don't, I shouldn't have to do that just because. You should because. have traffic, they had nothing to do with it. 290, huh? they had nothing to do with it. Traffic definitely had, <laughs> <laughs> traffic made it a lot easier. So I'm like, mm, grocery store home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that did have a lot to do with it. But also I just slowly began to accept like. Who and you it, are. Who I am yeah, and evaluate what actually makes yeah. me happy. I was like legit sitting at home and time like. Do I really want to go? Like, would this be fun for me if I actually went out? Or am I just doing this because, yeah. oh, we should be going out? Yeah. And so not only until, like, the past maybe year or two did I really start to evaluate that and really start saying, you know, no, I'm good on that. Like, mm. and not feeling bad about it. And yeah, started doing more things at home that I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, like painting or doing puzzles. Or it might sound corny, whatever. No. I have my self-care Fridays. I find a good movie, watch some food. Um Watch some food. Watch a movie. Eat some food. <laughs> you do that. watch food videos. I do do. That. <laughs> so I don't, technically, you're right. <laughs> I don't cook any of. Them. It's okay. You can add them. But to I the watch list. them all. So just kind of growing personally in that way, like slowly, still always finding myself. And I'm a new. You know, I'm still different every year. So mm-hmm. I'm like adjusting to my new. Really checking in with myself every year to see. Do you still like this? Yeah. <laughs> is this still interesting to you? Yeah. Um, and trying to act accordingly. So that's good. And I think yeah. the bulk of, again, these are individual messages based off of our experience, but the trend is self reflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, taking that time to really assess. And I think constantly. Constantly. I didn't do that yeah. in my earlier part of my 20s or before then. Mm-hmm. I just, it, it was much more surface, much more outward. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd had a lot of internal things going on, but they were on the back burner. They weren't a priority for me. So now that's kind of shifted mm-hmm. going into my 30s to where I much more value mm-hmm. um, internally what's going on with me than I do mm-hmm. externally. Mm-hmm. I def- that's definitely a part of becoming 30. Um, I think I think it comes with if you're gonna be truly honest with yourself and allow yourself to have a growth mindset. I do not believe that any of us should be the same at 30 that we were at 20 in terms of our mindset. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Yeah, if you if you yeah. allow yourself to get exposed to different experiences, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I find that once I be, became more balanced with myself, things began to manifest. Like I was having much better relationships even though I've always had positive relationships with people but and I've told you this before mm-hmm. I feel like God really said okay you you already got your group of friends you're good like mm-hmm. this is your side and I literally have a solid group of supportive people in mm-hmm. my life and I am forever grateful I don't fuck with it's, you <laughs> she's so bullshit <laughs> I was like she's so bullshit first of all how are you gonna interrupt my group listen we do this every day y'all so ignore this <laughs> She do fuck with me. Um, but yeah, that's, I think, yeah, things have manifested in my life where I'm like, you know what, God, thank you. Because I, I, I really ain't worthy, <laughs> but you do it anyway. You know, Boy. that's actually a very good thing to bring up friendship because those in my life, I'm not, I don't have some of the same friends I had in my early 20s. Mm. But I will say, I truly believe that every year, if you got to cut a friend off, it ain't the friend, it's you. <laughs> every year you couldn't got to cut somebody off, okay. Maybe it ain't the friend, but wow. <laughs> no, seriously, every year, every year, somebody new year resolution is to cut somebody off. That's when we need to do some self-reflection. Like yeah. maybe it's me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's me. But I would also like to say that for people who are in the last of the twenties, if you don't have a solid group of friends, 
or you feel like your friends like jealous of you or you just got to throw shade at each other, do memes on social media, we need to do something differently because we should be empowering each other at the end of the day as we age. Because I feel like we need that as we get older. Yeah. I need y'all. I need my gym family. I need right. all y'all. This is y'all are a part of my journey. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, mm-hmm. it's my journey, but I definitely need supporters. We need yeah. allies. We're human. Human connection is needed. It's, you know, partly why we're here. Right. Absolutely. To nurture those relationships mm-hmm. and have meaningful experiences with those that we care about. Meaningful experiences. I like that. So. Some of the some of the things that have been, like, um, I guess, very... I guess I would say constantly changing from 20 to 30 it would definitely be my eating habits. Okay. That is definitely like something that keeps changing and keeps changing. I know we talk about this a lot. I, don't, I could be the only one. But me and Brittany go back and forth with meat. <laughs> and being able to I eat do. it. Now, I love meat, but sometimes I, I cook it and I just be like about to vomit. I do not know why. Listen. And I know I can't be the only one. No, because as soon as I go home and I get some chicken wings, I'm sorry. Atlanta, y'all got some good ass wings. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I go back and forth with myself. I, it's a relapse, basically. <laughs> it ain't even a relapse because I never wanted to stop eating meat. It's like my body decided it wasn't for me anymore. Now, when I saw that thing jump across that table, I was done. That, that, see, I, yeah. I yeah. was done for. I think we both were like, yeah, no. <laughs> so, do, so I guess so. Do y'all think as y'all get older, y'all start eating differently mm-hmm. or eating better? Because you're like, oh, I don't need to eat this. It's gonna mess up my stomach because I'm getting old. Like for example, you just had to get for some tums. Okay, you don't put my pizza. <laughs> yes, y'all I ate some pizza and my stomach hurt right now. So I think is that a part of getting old, having to have tums in your purse? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like mine started a while back. I don't know if it's because I've always eaten spicy food. And my mama always told me, like, <laughs> you go catch an ulcer or something. Um, but every time I eat spicy food now, and it started a few years ago, like, I got to keep the times with me. Okay. I ain't going to stop eating my spicy seafood, but yeah, I'll probably tell them to keep going. That. You got to be careful with that. Um, I find that I say something's too sweet. I know that's that's age. Yeah, that is age. Yeah, yeah. Hawaiian punch. I can't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. The little juggle juices. No. I was going to say, I can't really do that many juices anymore. No. Okay, so this the, is mixed the with palette, palette changes yes. as one old. Yes. I mean, so, sometimes you want a nostalgic. <laughs> sometimes you want a nostalgic experience. I mean, you know? I get a fago peach or something if I want something nostalgic, Fago-y-y-y. and that probably would be so sweet. Give me a sugar rush. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, would you say your concept of self love has changed from? Has, does it change each year? Um. I have to say that that's something that I really, really struggled with at some point, but it was before my 20s. It was undergrad. And so for me, really, ever since then and kind of being in the place that I was at at that point, just even like ending high school and then going to college right. for those so four years. So 18 to 22 is about undergrad. Yeah, so that yeah. was a really hard time for me. And I think that time was so hard for me that I learned so many Um, life lessons um, Mm -hmm. and so many things about myself Mm -hmm. that I never wanted to get back to that point again. Mm -hmm. So although I might have some times where, you know, it wavers or I might question myself a little bit more Mm -hmm. than others, um, I worked hard as hell at that point in my life that I don't feel like I'll ever get back there again. Or I will fight like hell to make sure I don't get back there. That's one of my biggest things, to make sure I never go back to how I felt about myself in my early 20s. And it takes constant work. Oh, yeah. Oh, constantly. Absolutely. Like I said, I'm still talking to myself in the mirror. I still got the self-talk going on. I still got to play me some music. One of my favorite songs is um, Freedom by Beyonce. And I'm like, ain't no 
motherfucker gonna hold me down. Like, yeah. no, nah, I got this. Like, yeah. ain't nothing finna stop me from grinding, from being me, doing what right, I want to exactly. do, how I want to do it. Right. And put myself back up. Like, exactly. Don't play yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to Nipsey. Who knew? Right. Um, yeah. That would get you hyped up. No, that's how I knew. That's yeah. what he was saying. Like that song was like, this yeah, is that's... my life. I love myself. I'm gonna go after it with everything that I got. Yes. Mm-hmm. So basically, guys, if we the early 20s, I feel like the 20s, you're just learning yourself. You're learning yourself. You're getting shaped by all the experiences. But once we start getting in the latter stages of 20, we should be constantly, we should be loving ourselves and constantly doing the work to love ourselves. Absolutely. If we, that is one thing that I would say as a takeaway. Like, if you haven't reached any other of the milestones that maybe society would say that you should reach, the most important one is this one. One of the most important ones, if not the most important, is that self-identity and self-love. Absolutely. Yes. If you haven't achieved it yet, I encourage you to work on it. Like Mercedes said, really doing that corny shit that people say is corny yes. worked wonders for me. Okay, I'm not even going to lie to you. And yeah. it's stuff that I still practice to this day. Right. Like, find yourself. Learn to love yourself. Yes. Um, now's the time don't wait on it absolutely and get you a get hype starter kit and by that i mean get you a song to play in the morning time to hype yourself up Mm -hmm. something you say to yourself that stuff really does work Mm -hmm. so the ending message of this episode is to go love yourself go love yourself go love yourself and happy new year hey guys don't forget to follow us on instagram at on the couch underscore podcast and be sure to subscribe and review our show thanks for listening and remember Go love yourself.